I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Trans Fantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. When you and I were first seeing each other, mm-hmm. we often had these experiences of feeling incredibly grateful for the other person. Mm-hmm. For we, we still have those. Well, we still have those, yes. yes but hopefully. for the reason of the other person being functional in a way that our previous relationships had not been. Yes. And this happened so often. And for such a sustained period of time after we had been together, that I started to wonder, when is this going to wear off? When will we stop like being completely overjoyed that the other person is a functional human being? Right. And quite frankly, I was kind of worried that you would call my bluff. (laughs) I was having a little bit of imposter syndrome there. You were. I was. Oh, Oh, he thinks I'm functional and shit. (laughs) You do that to yourself, don't you? I do. Yeah. But it was things like, I'm so glad that he doesn't freak out when I file my nails. Right. And I appreciate that you think folding laundry is a good idea. I do. And balanced meals, not frozen pizza. Every single freaking night? Well, we don't have balanced meals every night. No, but we don't have pizza every night either. Correct. Which was a problem. It was. It was. It was eventually a problem. And it was a problem for me to file my nails. Yeah, that's no good. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I was worried at first, you know, I mean, I should say not at first, it may be at third or fourth. Okay. But I, I was worried after this had gone on for some time that we were building our relationship on our mutual PTSD. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> From prior relationships having gone so badly, badly off the rails. I, I wasn't worried about that. No. Nope. See, and that's another thing that I should say I am grateful for is that you have more perspective because you have done a lot of therapy. Yes, I have. And you've actually done the therapy, not just used it as affirmation time or make me feel poor me time. Poor me time. Yeah. I don't do that. No. No, I had good therapists. Yes. Really good ones. Thank you for not using your therapy as poor me time. You're welcome. And so I thought it would be interesting because we've gotten a couple comments lately about our marriage and how much it is apparently clear to our friends that we actually like each other. We do. And so it I, helps to have a marriage where you like each other. Doesn't it though? There's another thing. Oh. you know, it wears off and that's something that probably you were worried about. Yes. And... When you say you were worried about things you know, fading or something. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was worried that you would realize that just being functional was like you deserved better than functional, but apparently you seem to think I'm better than functional. So I do. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) So I Mm. thought it would be interesting for us to talk a little bit about what it is that we do like about each other, that we enjoy about each other, that we enjoy about our relationship. Yes. So I tried to to make a list out of some of the questions that you tried to frame for me to make a list from. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I'm sure I'm missing a lot of things. And I hope that doesn't hurt my wife's feelings when I can't remember the things that are happening. And and now that you say that out loud, 
Does that seem like an actual like possibility that I would be offended that you forgot some of the things you like about me? Well, it's not that I forgot the things I like about you. It's just that I'm not thinking of them right this minute because I'm thinking of some other things that we're doing. Because there are other things you like about me that you're thinking about. Yes. I'm totally offended by that. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but like also just past habits. You say you're worried about it wearing off. One of the first things that we discussed when we were first getting together was sort of where our heads were at about relationships before we were even considering being like a real honest to goodness couple. I made it clear to you that my previous experiences and my sense of self was polyamorous. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of weird that I have been functionally monogamous for nine years now. Mm -hmm. And that still is like my sense of self is, oh, yes, I still experience attractions to other people. I just have neither time nor energy to pursue the few that are worthwhile. Mm -hmm. But you're like doing all the relationship stuff. And I don't like there's there's a sense that more would be okay. But what I have is enough. I appreciate you. And I'm glad that you're you. Oh, thanks. I appreciate you too, dear. So what are some of the things you appreciate? Paper noise. Uh -huh. Did you actually make a list or did you just type your list out in a really long run on paragraph? That's a list of a sort. <laughs> I was trying to fit it into the space. Says the man who opens up notebooks to random pages and starts writing without any concern for <laughs> whatever there else. There is no concern. I have That's none exactly. whatsoever. Well, the first part of my list has to do with things that you do all the time, like every day. You do the going to the stores, the getting of the food, the cooking the food, the giving us the food, managing the bills, family celebratory events. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any, and there wouldn't be any cake with them. <laughs> um, I make a bomb gluten-free chocolate cake. Yes, you make lots of yummy gluten-free things. And you do lots of practical things. You iron clothes, you go to work, and you earn a paycheck. I do. Yes. And the income is included in managing the bills. And I can see how some of those could be like reactions against prior relationships, but a lot of them are just like, you make a household function. Yes. It's a good thing to do that. It is. It's very hard when you're doing it yourself. It doesn't function fully. And even with both of us doing it, it's hard to make it function fully. It is. I would have never known that having never, you know... Had a, a full-time, always-functioning other we half. We both had disabled other halves before we met one another. Yes. And we were the functioning for children and disabled spouses. Yes. Yeah, I had, I had periods of more or less functioning, and I imagine you did as well. Yes, absolutely. But... It's it's nice to, I also appreciate that about you, that you don't freak out if you hate going to your job. Like, you know, I mean, your job satisfaction has waxed and waned over the years. Yes. But you're not like, oh my gosh, I hate this, I quit. No, it's my paycheck. And the fact that you value your paycheck and you have the priorities to value having a fiscally solvent living situation. Yes. It's very important to it me. It is. Thank you for not going out and spending all your money on comic books and action dollies that you're absolutely convinced are going to be an investment in somewhere between 20 and 50 years, but you end up having to return them to pay the bills. You're welcome. Thank you for wearing all the shoes that you buy. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in fact... 
just last week you were having to talk me into buying a new pair of shoes because my old sneakers are starting to get worn out and I felt guilty about buying them, like replacing them. Yes. You you were trying to convince me they were still good. I just kept shaking my head no. They were not. Yeah, they're 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 still not, and I still haven't replaced them, but I'm getting closer to being comfortable with the idea of replacing them. Right. It takes a little while to get there. It does, especially since with my new job being in an office, I had to replace some of my teachery clothes with office clothes, and that included some shoes. And so I feel like I've spent my quarterly wardrobe budget. Yeah, your your reasoning to me was, I don't want to spend money on shoes. And I'm like, well, what are these things coming in the mail that you wear on your feet? Those are office shoes. And I said, and these other shoes that you're wearing on your feet are for taking a walk, and you need to be able to do that, too. Okay. That's the okay that doesn't agree with me Kind of, not really. (laughs) (laughs) It totally is. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you do that. For me, I'll say, what was it recently? I was, and it was one of, to me, one of the more expensive things. You built us this really, really nice garden box in the backyard. Yes, because rabbits and three feet tall, and you built it from scratch with, you know, wood and nails and screws. And it's at about hip height for you and a little below it for me because I'm a giant. And it's, we, we put, plants in there and they're growing and mm-hmm. the the cucumbers needed a trellis to grow on. Yes, they did. And I, I was thinking of various ways of building one. And we were at the store and we saw one. And I said, I wonder how much it is. And I went and checked and I said, oh, it's $25. And I, and I was thinking about that. And you had it in your hand and you put it back on the shelf and I picked it up and I put it on the cart and I said, no, don't, don't do that. 25 is worth it. You're like- I said, 25 is a lot. And I said, 25 compared to if you build one, you will put at least three, probably closer to five hours into the process of building it. Mm -hmm, True. How much per hour is your time worth compared to this $25 pre-assembled thing? I agreed with you. (laughs) You did. I did. I thought, okay, I I can be convinced if we hurry up. (laughs) We are close to the... Back at the store and we can leave soon, so. So, yes, I talked you into buying the thing. Yeah. Just like you talked me into buying a new pair of sneakers. I don't see any sneakers here. I haven't gotten around to getting them. I'm going to roll my eyes now. <laughs> <clears throat> at least I will actually wear them once I buy them. True. And I wear the clothes in my closet. And when they don't fit anymore, when I shrink out of them or grow out of them, as the case may be, in both directions at once sometimes, <laughs> because my body is not quite shaped like a regular female person's body is supposed to be shaped, according to the people who make office clothes, Yep. then I donate them, and I'm done with them, and I don't keep them around, and I don't buy things and leave the tags on them and donate them two years later with the tags still on them. Oh, don't worry. They, they wouldn't get donated unless I took them there. So, (laughs) Thank you for not doing these things either. You're welcome. I have to talk you into buying clothes sometimes. Yes. I appreciate that you are financially responsible and that you have put the time, effort, and energy into leveraging your privilege to reach a place where you are able to be financially solvent and we can be settled. Yep. It's very helpful. Isn't it though? I think so. You think so. That works well for us. Our children think so when they're not wishing we didn't have rules. I'm looking at you like, what? Our children don't think so. 
They're, uh, are you kidding? Our kids are so freaking entitled. They know we have money and they know that we can get them things if they can convince us to get them. And since they can't, we still have money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you for that also. You're welcome. Thank you for not buying all the things for the kids and then not being able to pay your own damn bills. <laughs> yeah, or fix your car. Oh. Yeah, they pretty much know we're going to say no. The thing is, you're saying that now, but we also had a little girl who was stealing because she said that we always say no. And we were like, no, we don't always say no. But now you're saying we always say no. Well, they know we're not going to just buy them a bunch of crap. Right. We're That's the problem. She wanted a bunch of crap. Store and buy all the effing talkies. And- Our daughter has a bedroom of her own, plus what used to be one of her brother's bedrooms is now her craft room. Yes, we, but in, we, we don't give our children anything. <laughs> I went in there to clean out these rooms while she was at her father's house. <laughs> because? Because it was a mess and because she had been taking things out of our space without our permission. Right. And we, we discovered that. Thank you for not defending her and saying, oh, if you only she wouldn't. And saying it's somehow my fault that our kid is a thief when that's really just a teen tween jackass thing to do that's what i i unfortunately i was talking it's to, often age appropriate it is but it is disappointing nonetheless and i was telling my jaded coworker. he says it's always amazing to me that parents think they can keep their kids out of any part of the the shared space and i said i don't expect to actually keep her out i expect that i will catch her getting into my space and i will have to engage appropriate consequences for it. It's just going to happen, but it's going to have to be a learning experience that most teens end up having. Yes. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for actually parenting with me. You're welcome. I appreciate that you actually do the parenting because, again, it's this reaction against prior situations, but part of it is having been a teacher for a decade and a half, I've seen too many kids whose parents were more interested in their temporary happiness than they were in their long-term functioning by which they could make their own happiness. I, I, I sometimes worry that I'm not at all interested in my child's current happiness. <laughs> I understand that. And then I have to kind of back off a little. And and, and sometimes it's harder it. than others to actually be interested in their happiness when they're clearly so uninterested in ours. Yeah, but which is what number two child did today. What'd he, he do? He's, he just pushed it too far. He, he's being age appropriate, which is unusual mm-hmm. and good, but also... Yeah, this is the thing that we always did with number one child. Like, oh my gosh, he's being such an asshat, but he's being an age appropriate asshat. And so it's like a small victory in yes. the middle of the disappointment. So I was less angry about that. But by, by the end of his 12-year-old reasoning today, he had lost his privileges. Which I appreciate so much about you. Thank you so much. I love that you institute consequences. And I love even more when you follow through with them. I would be so aggravated if I didn't. I remember when number one's other father was completely shocked that number one had stolen from him. He had stolen from me and you half a dozen times or more. And he was supposed to be on restriction and grounding and all these other, you know, no privileges, minimal opportunities for anything. And his father's like not interested at all in helping us enforce any of this. I knew that part. I didn't, I don't remember that he was stealing from his dad. Then, then come to find out. Yeah. 
he stole from his father also. Of course and he then did. his father was like complete and utter shock. So thank you for parenting with me. You're welcome. Thank you for co-parenting, for actually interacting in the parenting process. Not just doing what you think is good parenting, even if it's disagreeing with everybody else and everything else and completely uncooperative with every other parent in the situation. I, Sorry. Just too many words too fast. Sorry. I, I get the idea. You're welcome. <laughs> Words are hard. They can be. So I'm my next par- part of the paragraph, which is the list, <laughs> um, is a topic of adulting. Adulting? And I appreciate your adulting. I'm glad you appreciate my adulting. I've been doing it for a long time, well before the law recognized that I was adulting. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And in adulting, you do some of the things that we've already mentioned, and you do things like manage yourself. I don't expect anyone else to manage me. That would not be useful to me in any way, shape, or form. I appreciate that. My problems are not your problems. They are my problems. I appreciate that. I'm I'm glad that you appreciate that. I appreciate that about you also. Well, you manage children, you manage yourself, and if you don't manage yourself, then, which, you know... Adults do on occasion. You take feedback about that. Yeah. And when you tell me that I'm doing something wrong, I appreciate knowing that something needs fixing because I have blind spots and I acknowledge that I have blind spots. Yeah, we we know that that exists. So that that can be helpful. Yes. To making things work. It can. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that you also take feedback. You let me tell you when you're being an irritable jackass or when you're <laughs> yep needing a timeout. <laughs> yep. And you tell me when I'm I don't know what what things do I do that need correcting. I'm not coming up with any right now. Well, let's see. You put a category for things you don't do, and under that I had three things I could think of. Remembering whatever, which is what I'm for, to remember the whatever. Going to the doctor when you're supposed to. Okay. And putting your shoes away. It'll never happen. <laughs> I will never put my shoes away. You are correct. Yeah. I will take them off where I sit down or where I am done with wearing them. It's sort of like carrying something until you don't, except I was carrying them on the bottom of my feet. Yes, you were. So. I'm sure there's two pair by the coffee table right now. Oh, I know exactly which ones they are, the black sandals and the tan sandals, because I need to pack those for going to Pride. So right. yeah, I mean, those are definitely things that you correct me or support me on. You give me reinforcement and feedback. And I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. I, re, I remind you, I nag you to go to the doctor. You don't listen. Hey, I went to the doctor, all right? It took three years of nagging to get you to the doctor. And then I went to the doctor. <sighs> <laughs> and I just put your shoes away. You do. I don't wait for you to put them you away. Do. It'll never happen. See, so. that is something that I love about you that I really, really, really appreciate that you don't... If you're tired of something, you just fix it. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that both of us will get annoyed with around the house. Mm -hmm. And if the other person created that mess usually or that problem or that situation, Mm -hmm. then we will ask the other person to resolve it. But we also acknowledge that the other person is doing a lot of the adulting as well. And sometimes I'm just going to fix it. Yeah, you know what one of my favorite things to do is? Is get the children to help me fix it. Yeah. Like, I love to say to either one of them, go take these shoes up to our closet. And they look at me like, me? Those aren't my shoes. 
And I say, <laughs> yes, I know, but we've picked up your shoes a lot, so now you're going to take these ones. Right. And they just roll their eyes, but they do it. Or to go pick up all the cups that you leave everywhere, uh-huh. because you do that. And I have explained to them that you are exempt from needing to put your cup in the sink because you do all the other things. Oh, that's very kind of you. Because it wouldn't be, I could say, you left your wrapper, you left your emergency packet. And neither one of us would be happy. (laughs) No. (laughs) So I just do it because, and and you're the same way about shoes and cups. And I appreciate that about you, that you're not going to get like snotty about... Oh, you left your shoes out again. No, I can just count on that you're going to leave your shoes out. Yes. Mm-hmm. You tried to help me remember. It, I tried to remember because I knew that it bothered you that there were shoes everywhere. Yes, but you also have a, a good sense of humor, which is somewhere on the list. And so when we moved into this house, you said, now we have a house with two floors and I can leave my shoes in two floors now. <laughs> Did I say that? I don't remember you that. Did. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is yes. very funny. You did say that. Because I know my failings and I acknowledge them. I appreciate that about you too. Thank you for cleaning up my shoes. Thank you for nagging me to go to the doctor. You, you, you don't really feel grateful about the doctor thing. I know it. I'm ambivalent. Well, outside of not, not going to the doctor, you do exercise and do things to take care of yourself. And I appreciate that. I think what I meant by what you don't do is like things like, I'm grateful that you don't throw things when you're angry. And I'm grateful that you don't make your problems into my problems without telling me what the problem is, just making it so that misery loves company. And so I'm going to have a problem. Okay, that's because neither of us is girls. And I'm sorry to all the girls out there. Don't act like that. Don't do that. And and your girl was your husband. So it's true. And throwing things we is were completely, both married to girls. Throwing things is completely un- unacceptable. No, I, I, I realize can, that now. Nobody should ever do that. Yeah, there's that PTSD thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, children do that. Yes. When they're having tantrums. Yes. Adults. Crazy people do that when they're having tantrums. And if you're emotionally invested in the crazy person, you think you can help them with their tantrums. Yeah, well, fortunately, you don't think that forever. <laughs> Very fortunately. We wouldn't be right here. (laughs) Yes. So anyway, what were the last things on your list? Uh, Let's see. I I enjoy and appreciate that you make unlists and that you, you know, (laughs) that you do things. What's an unlist? A paragraph that's listing all the things in weird sentences that are almost sentences that are not quite a list and not quite a paragraph. (laughs) It still seems like a list to me. I'm sure it does. (laughs) (laughs) see and that's something you have a sense of humor about you know like when you do these things if i was emotionally invested in having things a certain way that would drive me batty and when we were first together and especially when we were first podcasting it kind of did yeah we had to have a conversation about that at some point i kind of remember Uh uh-huh yeah but you know, you acknowledge that this is just a difference between us and the way that we process the world. And I learned to live with you and you learn to laugh about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I appreciate that you are our complete and thorough tech support. Oh, I'm glad. Yes. And, and you're mechanically inclined. So you think fixing things is a good idea. Yes. And you know how to participate in doing that. And you're willing to do that unless it's dig a hole, which is not fixing something unless it's a tree going in the ground. But 
Well, even then, I you said dig a hole, and I come from the Midwest where if you're digging a hole, it's in dirt that's actually like soil, not like rocks in sand with roots running through them. So that was not digging not, a hole. We were trying to dig a hole. I, I won't do it again. <laughs> you will not ask me to dig a hole no, again. I made kids do it with me next time. Yeah, and that worked out really well. They but, they don't know the difference. No. So they just thought they were digging a hole. <laughs> As far as I was concerned, they were. Well, and that's the thing. They don't have any other experience of digging holes. They haven't planted trees in Michigan soil. No, or Chicago, which is you dig the hole and you just, there's no rocks and roots in the way. No. Those went And if there's a root in the way, you farther. move over by about a half a foot and then there aren't roots in the way. Correct. <laughs> no. In the desert, the roots are shallow and they are very webby. But yes, I also build the things, and I appreciate that you also build the things. You're welcome. Although occasionally our division of labor has gotten very heteronormative, and that just chafes me a little bit sometimes. Like, you are perfectly capable of making a dinner, and I am perfectly capable of repairing a fence. But given both of those things needing doing at once, I am more efficient at cooking the dinner, and you are more efficient at repairing the fence. Correct. So... We will end up doing the heteronormative Ozzy and motherfucking Harriet things. Yeah, true. But aside well, from well, the, you know, the the back of my brain, oh my God, so heteronormative, well, it's, it's good. When you're repairing the fence, you have to dig a hole, which <laughs> requires a jackhammer. It's true. Where I was digging a hole. So... Thank you for having friends with jackhammers. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, speaking of the jackhammer, uh, the funny thing that happened was the girl who was in trouble for stealing things. Number three. Yeah, she had to do a lot of chores all day on Sunday. Is it Sunday? I think so. Whatever. So I gave her the leaf blower, which also turns into a vacuum. Uh-huh. And I had her clean up all the stuff. And then after lunch, when you would have thought while she was doing the, the leaves that I'd asked her to drag the house across the street and clean out underneath it you know <laughs> it was such effort she kept sitting down because she felt weak and you know i just did the practical parenting things of what protein did you eat this morning do you think you might be thirsty mm-hmm <laughs> I think I, you're just uh, out of shape. Oh, that's great. I love yeah. that then, you make these things our kids' problems. Yeah. And then when she was inside, I, I made a point of saying to you, you know, I'm concerned about her being weak. You might need to go back to the doctor and get her some lab work. Because I knew that that involved needles and she wouldn't want to hear it. And she might get her ass in gear. Oh my gosh. She had three shots and she was so freaking out. So after lunch, uh-huh. I, I set her down with, it's a, it's a demolition jackhammer, so it's small. Uh-huh. And I said, we're going to remove this cement from the old mailbox post because there were two pieces of metal sticking up that uh-huh. we're going to impale somebody at some point. And I right, didn't want it right. to be me or, you know, anybody I had to take to the emergency room. It still feels weird that our mailbox doesn't wobble when you get the mail out of it. I'm still getting used to I that. Know, I know, it wobbled for so long. <laughs> it wobbled since we moved into the house it, it and now it stays still because you fixed it. Yeah. See, because you fix the. Th I love that you. Thank you for fixing the things. You're welcome. It was wobbling to the point where we had to lean it against the shrub and hope the mailman still put the mail in there. <laughs> it's true. That's why I finally had to fix it. Mm -hmm. I've learned not to fix something until you have to. Yes. So 
I I sat her down with a jackhammer. I gave her a crate to sit on because it's a small jackhammer. Mm-hmm. I showed her how to do it, and uh, I said, just let me know when, when you want me to take a turn. And it was quite a while before I got my turn. She was really into that thing. She was like, jackhammer is cool. But she wasn't going to talk. <laughs> no, she wasn't. I want to point she, out- She was still sullen and grumpy. Although, when she had friends over later, you did have her do chores on Saturday because she did have, end up having a friend over on Sunday. Right. Okay. And she actually talked in something like sentences. She strung words together. Yes. We'll put it that, that way. I know, because I, I put her in the car to take them to the dollar store. With the money that she stole from us? No. I made her work all day doing all the things. And I told her when we started, I said, there's going to be a lot of chores. However, if you can manage to get them done, I will give you $5 out of that and let you spend it at the dollar store. Wow. I won't give her the $5. I will take you to the dollar store where you can spend $5. Right. Because I wanted her to have a sense of still getting something. Like yeah. I wanted that conditioning to happen, mm-hmm. the psychology of it. And then after all of it, mm-hmm. when we were getting ready to go to the store and she wanted to wait for her friend to come and, you know, this is a social event. Girls are going to the store, I'm driving them there. Even if it's only the dollar store, it's still a social event for girls. So, um... This kid is at least partly girl. Yeah. I said to her, so if you steal again, there will be no dollar store and there will be all the chores, but there will be a week worth of them. And by a week, I mean seven days. Mm-hmm. All day long. Mm-hmm. So she has a fair warning. Yep. So in about six months to a year, I'm going to have a week worth of free labor. Hopefully okay. it didn't cost me too much in aggravation and whatever. An actual money that she went stole. <laughs> Or things that were expensive that she stole. We don't have expensive things. That's true. Thank you for not having expensive things. So anyway, what else do we like about each other? Yeah. Back to the topic of our episode. That we can adapt to those things. Thank you for being adaptable. Yes. And we can can give each other advice. I can say, if you don't like him walking off with your controllers, I recommend that you put them where he cannot reach them. You did give me that feedback. And so I did, even though I don't like doing it, because it means that anytime I want to play my video game, I have to go all the way upstairs, get a controller, hope that it's charged go back downstairs, and then turn the machine on with the controller that I had to walk upstairs to get. And I pointed out that your other choice was to wonder where the F your controller was and know it wasn't charged. True. So you Fair went enough. with my option. I did. You are correct. Yeah. So was there anything else on your list? Let's see. My list. You, you are honest. I am. You're hardworking. I try. You're educated and smart. Thank you. I love things. they are separate things. Yes. But see, the thing is, I've said this before. Oh, it was when I was halfway across the state with my boss when we went on the business trip and he asked me about what kind of guys I'm into because there was a fire truck. Mm -hmm. Um, After that, I was, you know, just sort of going through in my head, what are the things that I like? And I said, well, I like intellect and hard work. And usually the two of those things put together make education. Well, and and you use your education and smarts to be helpful. I do. I try at least. Yes. And trying is a very good thing. Oh. Yes. One of your your topics to write things under was things I say or express. See, these are, to clarify, these are all things that I emailed you last night because we were talking about this and you said we should make notes. And so I got the notebook out and you promptly fell asleep. I I was very tired. (laughs) You were. You don't get up as early as me lately because... Because you wake up stupidly early lately. And when I have to manage him before I leave. 
And you get up and you go take the dog for a walk so that you have the sanity to manage him before you leave. Yes. <clears throat> True. Which means that you're usually leaving for a dog walk when I'm leaving for work. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that is correct. But you were very tired last night. So I emailed you these questions that I was trying to ask you when we were sitting on the bed. I was also very tired this morning. You were? Yes. So. But we managed to get up and do the things anyway. We did. Thank you for prioritizing the functioning of your household over your temporary personal comfort. You're welcome. I appreciate that about you as well. Oh, I'm glad. It's nice to... Thank you for appreciating it. You're welcome. (laughs) So under things I say or express, I wrote, you are very expressive. Look, there's a smiley face. Um, um, oh, I see it now. Okay. See, I can't tell what's where because it's not a list. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I pointed it out for you. (laughs) Yes, you're very expressive. I am. Yes. I make all the words. Four or five times over sometimes. Yes, that's why there's a smiley face. (laughs) You have a good sense of humor, which I mentioned, and understand how helpful humor is in the world we deal with. Oh, God, we deal with. Yes. And uh, you have interest in many things, and therefore, we can discuss any of the things when we remember what they are. Uh, Well, and see, that grew out of the gifted kid neurosis. How dare I not know anything? If anything ever comes up in conversation, and I don't already know at least enough to understand the framework of the conversation, then people will realize that I'm an idiot, and I'm a fraud, and I don't really deserve the title of smart that got foisted on me in third grade. (laughs) And so I'm the guy who reads Wikipedia for fun Mm -hmm. and checks the revisions. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I'm forever reading about new things and following news story rabbit trails and hey, did you see and hey, did you hear about and true, but it's not because well, I mean, part of it is because I actually enjoy learning all the things you do. Yes. And part of it is because I don't dare get caught not knowing all the things. Right. So basically, (laughs) you can't stop yourself. No, I can't. Nope. I know the things like the other day at work, my jaded coworker says, so I was at band practice last night and we were talking about something and I don't remember what it was, but I thought to myself, I bet there's a word for that. And I bet Jess knows what it is. And then you said, what was the thing? And, and he didn't know. He didn't know. You were bummed because you wanted to find the word for it. I wanted it. to find the word for it. Yes, you did. Although he was talking about band practice and he's in a Elton John cover band. Wow. I know, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was talking about this song, I guess that's why they call it the blues, and we talked about hemiola, mm-hmm. and we talked about passing chords and turnarounds, and those were all three words that he had never heard before. So I did give him words, even though they weren't the ones he wanted. He was grateful for them. That's good. Because I have all the words. Yeah, you do. You like the words. I do like the words. I'm glad you don't mind all my words. Thank you for not minding all my words. You're welcome. I'm just going to forget them in a minute, so... <laughs> I'm glad you don't mind that I'm going to forget them and you'll have to tell me again. That used to bother me. It still does sometimes, especially when I'm talking about something that to me is like super important. And I'm like, how can he not be focused on this? And I'm like, it's because I'm telling him the words about it. I can understand the concepts. Yes. I cannot remember the words. That's okay. I understand the idea and I can remember the idea and I can almost try to describe the idea. You can. Using words. (gasps) He's a therapist, (laughs) folks. (laughs) There's a lot of listening in therapy. (laughs) Yeah, there is. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Was there anything else? Let's see. 
Your last topic line was things that make you proud to be with me. And I wrote all the things listed above, plus the ones I haven't remembered the words for. And I can count on you. I appreciate that I can count on you. I have a master's in math. I hope we can count on me. You can't do math. We've discussed this. I can't do arithmetic. Okay, let me try to fix the words for you. I can't do arithmetic. I can Alex. count. I can. I appreciate that I can rely on you. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad. Mm-hmm. And see, now I've got a little bit of, what's the thing I said earlier where you think you're faking it, but you're really not? Imposters. That one. Yeah. Now I've got the imposter syndrome again. Like, oh, he thinks I do all these nice things that he just said. Ha ha, I'm fooling him. <laughs> Okay, don't be crazy now. Is that allowed? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think that's how it works, but okay. <laughs> hey, it's, if a person is crazy... They never agree with you to stop it, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. You remember Point this. Point taken. There yes, go. good. Very good. I love you very much, and I am so grateful for you. I love you too, dear. And we love all our friends who are listening, and now we're going to bed. So is that it? That's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Yeah, it feels like I was walking wrong or something and pulled a muscle. Hmm. Did you know? Yeah. That happens. Yeah. I'm sorry you injured your glutes. How do you sprain a glute? (laughs) You wait about 20 years and find out. Okay. (laughs) Probably won't take you that long. No, it probably won't. Good job taking the tablet. uh, Did I bring the piece of paper over here? Probably not. Where is it? Where did you put it? I'll get it for you. I have no idea. Oh. This one? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay, you're going to go somewhere else, Bob? <laughs> of course he is. He's going to come bother you now. All, All right. right. So we're going to talk about something, the microphone. We are. We better get it done so we can go to bed, get up. Finish packing. Go to work. You get to go to bed. i got to finish packing before I go to bed because I won't have time tomorrow. Because I have to go to work tomorrow. You don't. No, but I have to stay here with a boy and try to finish packing. Sounds easier to stay up. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on whether or not he gets to have a screen after his... He doesn't. Nonsense today. Oh, he, good. He lost his screens today. Oh. Yeah, which means I might lose my mind tomorrow, but oh well. We'll see. Okay. Let's... So are we ready? Yes, please. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jess. I, I, for, I read the words and forgot them because that's how it works for me. <laughs> it's also it's also 10 o'clock at night and we're packing to go to San Francisco for Pride, so... Right. And see, now it's a little bit of, you almost poked yourself in the eye with your glasses putting them on. I'm sorry. I do it all the time. I bet. And now That's I'm... why I kind of close my eyes when I do it. <laughs>
You saw that, right? That's funny. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> he just made a face like he's scared of his glasses. It's funny. <laughs> That's because it's late. Yeah, we, well, we keep I having... can't see any clocks because I had to isolate the clocks because they're noisy. <laughs> they are. But... Ha, 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 ha.